This episode is produced with support from DBT Wellcome Trust India Alliance. to the Nature India podcast. I am your host Shubhra Priyadarshini. In this episode of our podcast series Our Mobile World, we are talking about how the mobile phone is changing the way researchers and scientists monitor our immediate environment so that we can take measures to protect our air, water and soil, conserve species of flora and fauna that need our attention and make predictions for the future of the planet. How does the mobile phone help them detect, observe and measure environmental conditions at a specific site or location? Mobile devices embedded with sensors such as accelerometers, compasses, GPSs, microphones and cameras are quite handy in collecting data on air quality, air pollution, noise levels and other environmental parameters. There's a bunch of possibilities to use these capabilities of a smartphone in solving some real world problems. Just to give you an example of what I mean, let me take you to Kochi to the Central Marine Fisheries Research Institute where a mobile application called Turb Aqua helps scientists easily transmit data in near real time to measure the color and clarity of water. Grinson George, head of marine biodiversity and environment management at the Indian Council of Agriculture Research tells us why and how they do it. The prime concern what we have is like our drinking water source gets contaminated basically because uh, the hygienic practices what we have with respect to the septic tank management is not so good. So when it comes to septic tank management uh, we know that in india people have much more mobile phones than the toilets so then how exactly are you using the mobile phone to monitor water quality so we are utilizing these two possibilities in a mobile phone the first way what we are trying to assess is based on the water color is an indication of something related to the water quality even when a glass of drinking water is given to you you may find it difficult to drink the water if the color is not as per your choice you want to have drinking water with the perfect transparent nature if it is brownish we feel like there is some muddy substance in there if it is greenish we feel that there is algal metal present there so depending upon the color of the water in general humans have a perception that the color of water indicates the quality of the water also a scientific addition to this what we did was like we developed a sticky disk it's a small uh, 3d printed uh, paper based equipment which can have a printed uh, water color code also it is called forel yule color code which indicates a code from 1 to 21 water can have different colors like uh, it can start with the plain or blue or uh, green or yellow to brown color codes to identify the color of the water second thing using this secchi disk we can measure the turbidity of the water mainly using secchi duct it's a simple measurement so that we can involve more people and this equipment is very cheap you will get less than 80 dollars or so we can get one equipment and i understand that you made very good use of this technology to monitor the quality of water in kerala's vembanad lake 
for example i tried with vembanad lake vembanad lake is a place with a lot of uh, tourism importance lot of farming importance lot of agriculture importance and at least 18 to 20 colleges affiliated to different universities in kerala are situated on the banks of this lake so we can use the student population who are interested in doing some research on this water quality aspect using these devices so they were taking using the mobile camera and they were sending me all this information and it was going to our server so i could almost map the entire uh, Vembanad Lake using the color pattern these people have sent to me. Mobile is having a facility of geotagging also. So the point from where they are collecting the information, the geotagged information is coming to me. We can give them back some sort of advisory. What is the quality of the water? This is especially good in times of flood. Uh, we can use this information and disseminate this information to the multiple users who are really troubled by the problems of the flood. The only problem what we face is different types of mobile phones, the sensor quality of the image varies from mobile to mobile. So the color can have some variation. This subjectivity is always there. But we have tried uh, with our own different applications and we could uh, ascertain with uh, some sort of uh, scientific significance that most of the results were qualitatively very good to come up with some initial results on water quality. and most of our applications are uh, suited to the android platform not to the ios platform so these sort of difficulties are there but we are trying to venture into something which can give good results with small investment many monitoring applications are generating information about environment quality indices around us like the hawa badlo app by the supreme court appointed Environmental Pollution Prevention and Control Authority EPCA that allows people in Delhi and the National Capital Region to report incidences of air pollution. Then there's the Water Watch mobile app developed by the Indian Institute of Science Education and Research ICER Kolkata that gives citizens the power to assess and report river water quality parameters such as dissolved oxygen, pH and turbidity. Also Mira Bangalore's lake monitoring app that helps uh, citizens learn from each other and find simple small and science based ways to care for their lakes the collected data helps researchers monitor water quality and identify pollution sources so mobile phones provide the easiest access to data helping plan and execute scientific studies on the go when people go for sampling or we have people who are interested in knowing about the marine fishes so when they go to the landing center or they find something peculiar they take a photograph and immediately post it in the whatsapp group then there is a debate happening in the whatsapp group it involves scientists technicians those people who are experienced retired some people who have interest in marine fisheries we have a good mechanism by which all these people can be brought together this can be either in the form of a whatsapp group this can be either in the form of a dissemination mechanism where these groups can be linked to a server using a mobile application the dissemination of data becomes much easier and we generate lot of data crowd sourced databases for scientific studies are becoming a common thing now we can do things very cheaper we can have access to information from a remote location for example if a scientist has to go to a remote location the scientist will find a solace if a person is having a mobile phone and he can collect that information and send to him we can save lot of cost then uh, there are this mobile camera based or uh, mobile speaker based information being collected for example if somebody is interested in monitoring the sound levels like 
when we are speaking we are checking whether any background noise is coming or not so same way if sound sensors can be much better in some mobile phones i have not done research this is some out of box thinking they can even monitor such levels also there are uh, mechanisms by which we can create awareness among people being a scientist who is involved in biodiversity and environment management i and i am leading a team of scientists we find this very useful in our scientific studies also and so much can be done with just a click of these little loaded devices in our hands how easy or glitch free are these apps when they click the application if they click yes the gps is automatically enabled so they either when they go to the college or during their free time they can go to the nearest lake water body where there is sufficient depth and they can use this particular equipment called sicky disk this disk is lowered into the water body and the point in which the disk is disappearing and reappearing that particular point they have the knot and that point is called sicky depth from that depth we are able to calculate the turbidity of the water body so basically we are trying to see the optical budget of this particular water body optical budget is controlled by the optical constituents what is present in this water body that can be the total suspended sediments in the case of algae we developed our own application called turb aqua this is turbidity in aquatic system so it is acronym as turb aqua this mobile application is available in google play store anyone in india can download it so you can imagine at least uh, 10 images are coming from one person the type of uh, database it can generate so as to sustain this program there should be some interest for the stakeholders who are providing data using mobiles for example if i am giving a data from my location to the mobile i will be interested as a stakeholder maybe a tourism operator i would like to know which all areas in my location is having less turbidity so i can take tourists to that particular location we are trying to develop some sort of advisories farmer may be interested in different quality of the water so we can give such advisories to the farmers if a bloom which is not beneficial to an aquaculture activity we can tell that this bloom is present in this particular location water associated diseases it's increasing because of the increase in microbial load with the changes in the climate change particularly temperature and all so if we can give an epidemiological model output to this uh, stakeholder group we can make a marvelous uh, decision making with respect to the containment of diseases approximately it's told almost people are losing 14% of their uh, actual working days because of acute diarrheal diseases so we can try to avoid such things by giving advisories mobile phones also play a crucial role in disaster management they can be used for early warning systems emergency communication and coordination during natural disasters researchers can analyze the data collected during such events to improve disaster preparedness and response strategies here's rajiv ahal director for natural resource management and agroecology in giz the german international development cooperation agency in india talking about two very interesting aspects of cell phone use for environment monitoring i think one is the unique case of india with about 1.3 billion people and as of now almost 1.2 billion people having mobile phones out of which almost 600 million or half are smartphone users the other aspect of course is not just this big and wide penetration but the very low data costs in india probably one of the lowest in the world which really leads to a huge uh, usage of this platform 
And I think the another important dimension that is unique to India is when we work globally is the way a whole digital public infrastructure has been created, which is not just driven by private sector loan, but the government is at the heart of it. So really looking at population scale interventions, this level of mobile use is unprecedented in many places. Right. So this is not just useful for researchers, but also policymakers. If you look at the Mahatma Gandhi Narega project in India, where assets like uh, dams, check dams, soil conservation works, vegetation plantation, so active measures to shape the environment and regulate, adapt and make it more resilient are being implemented, then you would find it very amazing that almost every asset are all geotagged and are available in the public domain. So also therefore making the government investments and the interventions uh, a mapped, known, and available transparently for all people. I think this is, an, this is a very interesting aspect of joint uh, monitoring and development of environmental projects and processes. Philip Oakley, advisor at GIZ, says the use of mobile phone-based crowdsourced data in conjunction with satellite imagery makes it a very powerful tool. So if you think about mobile phones as data collection devices, in a sense, then people can use it to report on their immediate environment and taken, and this can culminate into a various number of use cases. So you can think of using mobile phones to map wildfires or monitor crop health or even the health of our forests. The really interesting part here for us oftentimes is to combine this information, these local experts, with information we gather from satellite imagery. So satellite images, of course, offer a way to create standardized information about the environment at scale, often on a global scale. And if you combine this information with locally sourced data from citizen scientists, this can become a really powerful tool to measure or to surveil how pests, for example, develop in a geographical area or how forest health has developed over time. So using satellite imagery provided through phones and planning done on the ground has resulted with almost 280,000 of the panchayats in India out of the 290,000 panchayats to have developed a GPS-based satellite imagery-driven plans on how to implement environmental and livelihood interventions over the next three to four years. That is an incredible reach and a great example of how scientists and planners are combining technologies to save the planet. Indeed, the more we learn about how the smartphone invades the lives and works of researchers, the more awe-inspiring it is. Stay tuned to this series, Our Mobile World, for more fascinating examples of how these little gadgets have become an integral part of our lives and astound us with their multifunctionality. Subscribe to the Nature India podcast on your favorite podcast platform. We will come to you soon with another very interesting episode of Our Mobile World. This is your host, Shubhra Priyadarshini.
This episode is produced with support from DBT Welcome Trust India Alliance.